Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good evening, good night. Wherever you are around the world, welcome to the Manchester United Redcast. Celebrating Manchester United. You know, I used to say the best team in the world. It maybe is the most famous, infamous, or the world should be notorious team in the world right now. Uh, with me here in Londinium, it, the clocks have gone back, but it's fantastically warm outside. Curly, have you been enjoying it? I, I've been enjoying it. Not the last hour. I've been waiting for you because I didn't do the clocks. Let's but. let that bit go. Can we edit that out, please? Over in Manchester, where the clocks haven't been put back yet, uh, is uh, Robert Meekin. How are you, sir? Absolutely. Still enjoying English summertime. Yeah. There you go. With a, of, with a little bit of drizzle, yes. <laughs> uh, so here we are. Uh, we're sounding amazingly upbeat, gentlemen. Clearly something must be wrong. I don't know what they're putting in your coffee. Uh, wasn't it you, Robert Meekin, who said, we've got a couple of nice, easy games coming up. We can reestablish ourselves. Bah, 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 bah. Well, what I, happened I don't, there? I don't have the recording to hand. I'd like to think I couched it slightly with we potentially... Had some winnable fixtures, but yes, I think one of the said fixtures has just come and gone. Mm, mm. But 30-odd attempts, mate, so it, it wasn't well, for want of trying. My goodness, how, I mean, how, how they didn't win that is remarkable. Yeah, I know we'll be talking about Zlatan, and he was certainly culpable at times, but my goodness, their goalkeeper was incredible on the day. But I know we're going to talk about this at length, and uh, yes, I don't think we'll we can are, dismiss I mean, it too quickly. No, no, and I mean, I'm trying to talk about the games, but actually, you know, girls, here's the point that the, the characters are featuring, and certainly, you know, the Mourinho, the Rooney, uh, the, the, the Ebra stories are playing out bigger than the actual game. Now, if I present it to you this way, Liverpool have won six of their last seven. The only team they haven't beaten and drawn with was us. We won fantastically in midweek against our fiercest rivals, Manchester City. And in Europe, uh, we did incredibly well in sweeping them aside. Are we really that far off? I think it was just really bad timing to get that kind of result against Burnley at home. We've had that kind of performance over the years quite a lot, where we've made loads of chances and a goalkeeper has just had a worldie. Now, if you were watching that on teletext or the internet and waiting for the scores to come on in on Saturday, you would go, what is going on? Oh yeah, they're missing this, they're missing that. I think if you watched the game and you if you were at Old Trafford and... Um, saw the highlights on, on Saturday night or whatever time you saw them, I'd be more reassured because they did mm. make chances. And what the mm. things they hadn't been doing was making chances. Um, and if I'm okay with a striker missing chances as long as he's getting them. I think it's a worry, and it has been a worry the past few weeks, when you know, um, Zlatan and Pogba haven't stepped up to the mark in those big games or certain league games to create and make chances. So 
it was bad timing to get that nil-nil result um, because of the state of the league and we want to, it was a good opportunity to play catch-up and then Liverpool, of course, won and City won. Bad timing. But I'm going to hold judgment for a few weeks about those people and those players until we get through Tottenham and Arsenal um, in, by the end of November. I think that will give us a really good kind of status as to where we are this season, where we can be. Don't get me wrong, though. If somebody snapped off of me top four right now and I've been fourth... I may be very well tempted to snap the hand off. Yeah, it, it would be really salty and you would do it for top four right now. Uh, Bobby, here, here's the thing. In the old days, when he wasn't our manager, you'd say Marina was doing an absolutely magnificent job of taking the pressure off of his players. Uh, that works when his team's winning. What does it mean when we're reading about him and his team is losing or not playing as well as we all expect it to? Yeah, I mean, this is the pact you make with a devil like Mourinho, isn't it? I still think when, when things do go against him and he feels as injustice, this is this is classic Mourinho as well, though, that we're throwing the toys out of the pram and we saw obviously him being the centre of the drama at the, at the weekend. I think we knew that's what we were going to get, which we're going to get Jose Mourinho. Yeah, when when particularly when things don't go smoothly, he is going to he is going to kick off like this. That that's what that's what we were getting, and I'm not. It's I'm disappointed. I'm not particularly alarmed by that. I think it's a surface detail, really. I want him. I want him. I mean, I'd like to think more behind the scenes. He's working out what formation to play and how to get the best out of this slightly misfired. It makes team it look presently. like a, it makes it look like a circus. Here, here, he's already on a charge for talking about a referee. Yeah. Now he's probably going to get a stadium ban. He can't do his but, job if he's not in the flaming stadium. No, and every he must know. It's it's kind of incredibly naive for him from him to behave in such a way because he must know everybody's waiting for him to do it. Yeah. I don't think it's naive at all. It's naive of him to think. It is naive of him to think that no one's going to talk about it. If because he unless it's going to plan. I don't think it is. I think he's bringing unnecessary pressure on himself Mm. by and and if you're gonna if like if you're gonna get sent off, get sent off for punching someone. You know, get sent off for being a two footed tackle. Don't get sent off for complaining about what was really a sixty. That penalty could have gone either way with Damian. And it goes back to Mourinho and Clattenburg having a bit of history when they were at when he was at Stamford Bridge. There are those things going on. There's that siege mentality Mourinho wants to bring on because I think he's frustrated I think he was really felt let down in the Chelsea game by those players because yeah. at the moment he doesn't know when he can trust them or not he trusted them against Liverpool a week later he can't trust them he hasn't got the people he wants there he, Eric Bailey's mm-hmm. out and he's stuck with Blind and Rojo at centre half now they've t- kept two clean sheets but that isn't going to continue he he has Got to be very. He's got to box clever. I think the next month because he's bringing on unnecessary pressure on himself. You say that, okay? Let's get to some of the nitty gritty. Last week in the podcast, without a shadow of a doubt, the majority of this decision was bring Carrick back. We saw Carrick play against Man City. Then he didn't play. Well, I've been saying this since the beginning of the season, how Carrick should and has to be in that team. And he's picked him in the, the European on the Thursday. He basically picked him for the midweek games. Now, this, after the City game, when Michael Carrick is chasing Aguero in the 80th minute down the, down the flank and wins it, for a 35-year-old, isn't going to play on Saturday. So I think it's very, very important that the team sheet on Thursday will decide whether Carrick's back in the team on Saturday. Saturday so on you're Sunday. saying he's got one game I a think week he's in got, him. I think okay, well, if he's, he's got, got one, one game a week in him. If he's got one game a week in, how comes Ibra started almost every single game? And it isn't like he scored in every single game. Uh, Meekin, can you make sense of that? Because, you know, we led it. Now everybody's following it. Ibra should be put in a position behind Rashford, everybody's saying. 
Yeah, but, but Mourinho really, you know, laid laid out his cards, need and Ibrahimovic was a big part of the new Mourinho Manchester United. You know, getting him was sort of a, a the Mourinho who made it clear right from the start that this he considered him to be a superior sort of player who was going to have that dreaded word privileges. I imagined Mourinho saw him as has the way he saw Didier Drogba as a sort of rather aging striker, but still a savvy you know, top end footballer. And I, I think he's put a lot of stock in Ibra working. And you know, he was at pains even when Ibra didn't score a few weeks ago when we stuffed Leicester to say man of the match had to be Zlatan. I think he's, he's they're obviously very close personally as well, it seems, as close you know, as, as managers and footballers can be. And I would say, I, I think he's just, he's just staked a lot on Ibra working. And I think he's ready to persevere with it presently. Has been frustrated. We know what a quality player he is, but there's no doubting he's been misfiring these last few weeks. And yes, there were some great saves from the keeper at the weekend, but particularly that one towards the end on the far post. I mean, Zlatan in his prime would have buried that. And it was really disappointing that he didn't, he, you know, we should have won that game 2-0, at least the chances Zlatan had. So he is not... He is not at, at top level at the minute. And that's a big problem for United. And again, Mourinho is known for being ruthless. When would he ever consider being ruthless as Latan and pulling him off and say having just Rashford up front with Martial? I, I, I'm not. I think Zlatan is a is a scapegoat, an easy scapegoat at the moment, and him missing those chances because Zlatan's form and record proves itself that he will score goals. He's yeah. missing chances, and I think you've got to ask the questions around him. What's going on when other people have to chip in when Zlatan isn't scoring? And we made loads of chances for the first time in quite a while in the Burnley game, and they're still fragile in confidence. I don't care how old you are your confidence goes and arguably the older you get the easier your confidence will go because you know the difference yeah. and i i think that you know it doesn't strike me in what he said as a man who is short in confidence if cantona uh, was known as a, a legend i'll be known as a god i know but that's all pressed off you look at his facial his body language after he missed that um three yards out of that volley against uh, burnley on saturday he knows there's something not quite right with him he's trying to work that out that city game that first half he couldn't trap a bag of cement I mean, it, it was unbelievable how bad he was. Um, and he knew it. And that's why you saw him work hard. He, he knew he had to set an example in the second half and got to play through Right, it. let me he ask you the question better. I asked last week, which was, in your opinion, because we know Aguero's going to score 20 goals. We already know that. Uh, you know, Aguero get, should get 40 in that well, team. Fine, but he will score. You've got one player in your team who will score 20 goals, right? So, so that's it. It, it, it ha- between Hazard and Costa, you know they're going to be a bag full of goals. I'm going through the big the big ones now. You understand me? Mm-hmm. When Kane comes back, 20 goals comes in. And, and I don't know, it looks like Oxlade-Chamberlain, Giroud, all of those guys, they kind of shear it around at Arsenal. Who scores 20 goals in our team? Zlatan is the man to score 20 goals I mean, in our team. Does he look to you as though he is going to score 20 goals I'll have another season? bet with you that he will score 20 league goals this year by the end of the season in May, if we get that far, if Donald Trump gets the presidency. But, I do think that Zlatan will get those 20 goals and I think you're expecting Martial and Rashford and Mata to get 30 between them that's 50 goals that's another 10 out of your other midfield and defenders that's where you should be at 60 certainly for a top four finish 60 odd got 60 to 65 goals Zlatan will get them as long as we keep making chances he's had a bad few weeks it's fine Robert? There are other issues to worry about. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to those. I'm just interested in it, if, if those numbers, 60 or 70 goals, which, by the way, is what happened with Liverpool when they had the SAS and all of that, they were going, yeah. when they took that out of it, it completely crashed. 
He may not get you 20 goals, but he'll get you 10 a season. You're taking Rooney out of that now, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, I would actually have to say, just credit to Matter. Matter's stepped at the plate and it looks like there's goals in him presently. So oh, cool. uh, I, would, I, would, I would have to, and I've never been, I mean, I like Matter as a footballer and as a person. I've never been sort of overwhelmed by him at Manchester United, to be brutally honest. But I have to say, he stepped up to the plate in recent yeah, weeks. Yeah, he put City really well. to sleep, didn't and, he? Yes. And, and you would have to say to him in, in, the, in the 10 position, Rooney or Matter, well, it's matter. Exactly. I, I mean, at, 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 at the moment, he deserves it. Absolutely. So right, I really hope, but I really hope that um, Rashford, obviously, again, the argument where they're going to play him, I know they're playing him out wide. If he plays to the middle, obviously, there's more chance, more goals than Rashford. He's an absolute instinctive goal scorer. And Martial, if we can get him anywhere near the sort of condition and mindset he was last year, could score a hat full of goals if he gets on okay, the run. But Martial so, was playing number nine when he scored all those goals. That's right, that's right. right? Yeah, that, and he yeah, was playing, yeah. and he, and that's where he got them. And then because the second half of the season we were struggling out wide for pace and Rashford yeah, came in, Martial yeah. got shunted out wide. And the same thing's happening to Rashford right now. Rashford needs yeah. to play number nine with Ibra behind him. If that's, I think that could be a potential solution to free yeah. Ibra up and with someone running the channel, which Ibra can't do. Um, that will create more space for Ibra. Okay, that, that, that's tactics, and that's certainly what we're about to talk about in a few short minutes. Uh, Curly's here, Meekins in Manchester. We're talking Manchester United, and we'll be back in just a tip. Okay, so. We've talked a lot about the game against Burnley, and we've talked, but we haven't really laid down tactics. We've kind of alluded to certain things, right? We need to talk about Carrick playing regularly and where Rashford's best position. Robert, you go first. Right. Well, Rashford, I would certainly like to see playing through the middle. I think that makes complete sense. I think he's he's a natural goal scorer and finisher. And I think the idea of him and Zlatan linking up through the middle is an exciting one. I think Zlatan would really benefit from that and having the, the pace of Rashford running off him. Does it mean Midfield, that he's the main man? Does that somehow take any of the shine off Ibra? Not at all. I okay. mean, cause, yeah, everything's going through Zlatan in that role just behind. I think... and. Yeah, and once the team is actually functioning and flowing properly, Latam is in all manner of goal-scoring positions anyway. Midfield, I have a, re- a genuine concern and have done pretty much from the start. For all the excitement, quite rightly, that greeted uh, Pogba's arrival, the whole the holding midfield situation is is a is a is a worry. Herrera has at times looked like you know potentially potentially a solution there. He won't then be playing Michael the next Car- game, will he? I know, and he made it very difficult for the referee not to send him off. You can argue how unlucky he was, blah, blah. Carrick, we've talked about this many, many times. There's no doubting the man's footballing ability, his brain on the field. My concern would be a run of games for Carrick, whether he could still do it. Now, I'd love to be proved wrong, but I do I do get nervous about when we are, because we're in a, we're, we're in a bit of a state of flux that midfield, that we're talking about a 35-year-old coming to the rescue. And interestingly enough, the, the argument last week was about how bad our defence was. Oh, listen, it was uh, the past few weeks. It was shocking. I mean, Smalling. I, I argue anyone watching Chris Smalling at Stamford Bridge reminded me of William Prunier at White Hart Lane. It was shocking. I mean, it was embarrassing mm. for the. But I mean, that would take a lot to come back. So we're not only win yeah. the faith of the coaches, but also the fans. I mean, he was captain, and yes, yeah. the midfield didn't protect him, but every goal was his fault. 
well, not his fault. That's unfair a little bit. But every goal, he could have done something about it and didn't. The problem is that Baye's out for until probably Christmas. Bad news. And yeah. that's, that's my, my tactical issues are going to be at centre-half because Blind and Rojo have been lucky the past two games of getting two clean sheets. I would expect, and I wouldn't be too surprised if you saw two and Zabi coming into the squad and maybe getting a run out in the home games or in the midweek games because mm. they think highly mm. of him. He's a proper centre-half. He, he's young, yes, but there's a lot of talent there and it could be just there's no choice because Phil Jones is too busy dyeing his hair to get on the pitch, it seems to me. So he's not playing. Well, but you look at it, I don't know, I've got a thing about centre-halves dyeing their hair. I don't want a centre-half dyeing his hair. He, he shouldn't You want him care. to be horrible, serious. I want him to have a broken him. nose. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him too worried about what he looks like and what he's doing because he's vain. What about Ferdinand? If you see those hairstyles, Ferdinand, he died. Yeah, they were a shocker and the white suit was a mistake, but over 10 years, he proved that he could do what he wants. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, you Phil Jones has not right. proved that he can do what you he wants. You earned the right. Where is our biggest problem? Robert Meekin, because the, 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 the whole idea is, and when you read about it, and certainly the, the, the wider press seem to believe that Mourinho's problem is that he doesn't know his best team, he doesn't mm. know uh, the best system. But if, let, let's do it a different way. You have it, we're in eighth place now, yeah. effectively performing worse than we were under David Moyes. If you had a mess of a big team and one person in world football to sort it out, he'd be up there, Marino, wouldn't he? Of course he would be. That's why we were so excited about him coming. And that's why there's still a very good chance it's going to come off. But it's, it is taking, we all want it with greedy football fans who want a quick fix from an underachieving side the last three years. It's just been hemorrhaging, essentially. And surprise, surprise. It's taking quite a bit longer than we would like. You say quite a bit longer. It's November tomorrow, for goodness sake. But it's taking longer. At the moment, we're on level points with Watford. And that is not where we expected to be with the, with the Jose Mourinho at the helm. But it's taking him longer than I suspect he thought. Working out the combinations, working out where he needs to go, working out which players need to go, what other players he can bring in. I think it's, it's going to take longer than we hoped for. But let's be, let's be honest about this. We all know this. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. We all know that squad isn't what to the standards that we expect. It just nah, isn't. We said not. it for three years. We not. said it in the summer that arguably we needed eight players, not just four that he got, one of which he chooses not to play for whatever reason. Um, I, it can't be a surprise. What we're surprised about is that Mourinho's mes- messiah uh, personality hasn't had the quick fix solution we desperately hoped for. Did that whole thing at Chelsea... Yeah hurt him I mean it, mu- it must and, have and, hurt the him. fact that you know he was wrong and we talked about another team which we don't like doing but we talked about it at the time the way he treated that doctor that woman in that situation was wrong the players because mm. his small percentages let him know that they thought he was wrong and now he's come back and he's not at home he's not with his family he's in a hotel room well I, I think I see reading between the lines a little bit and knowing how the world works, I think, in the PR sense of, of press and, and what people are thinking and what people are trying to say, is that Jose, Jose not having a home and him saying that, it feels like getting your excuses in early to me. It feels like, listen, I'm not settled. I've worked away. We've probably all worked away from home. We know that's quite difficult living, with, living in a travel lodge with a big plate after a while. You do get, it is difficult. You just, sometimes you just want to be able to go to a fridge and open a fridge, not expect room service. That can be difficult. Um, and it is tiny in, in round Manchester in that, in that area. 
but he's had time and he's got the money to buy a get a chef and a housekeeper and get a decent meal I've if that's what he's complaining Larry about. Isn't there, he gets the Larry's Larry. lovely. He'd be, he'd be all right, wouldn't he? Pricey I mean, for that, a coffee in there, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's not but, cheap. But I don't think he's short of a few quid. No, exactly he, my he's, point. He's practically sponsoring the Premiership now with the amount he's paying in fines. But it feels like he's he's getting he's just alluding to certain things that making it a little bit more difficult. And I think yep. the Mkhitaryan yeah. thing is, is I a don't little get bit. It. Can you tell me anything? I, about I do know. I do know something. Shall I tell you what I know? For goodness sake, it's like talking to my wife. Would you like Robert, to know? Robert, will you tell him, please? <laughs> shall, shall I? I'm, I'm going to tease. He's out of here. So, John Murta is the head of football at Old Trafford. Now, John Murta was at the same school as me a couple of years older. Helped me out on a cross-country run once. Um, as I tried. <laughs> as I tried. Listen, this is true. As I tried, and all those kids faking asthma at the back. It was horrible. Horrible moment. But he was very compassionate and helped me. Uh, anyway, he's from that. He's from Manchester. He was at Everton. Moyes brought him to Old Trafford. I, what I know is that the Mkhitaryan deal was a John Murta signing, was a club signing that Mourinho got. Mourinho what, it wasn't a Mourinho signing the same way Pogba, Zlatan and um, Bailly were. So Mourinho has form for this kind of uh, new boy he doesn't really want, signed by Amanioko. He got rid of Kevin De Bruyne. Willian took a while to get back into the side when he arrived. So... Yes, and it was funny, he didn't play much in pre-season with Qatarian. He played well at Wigan, everyone, oh, look at him, isn't he good? And then he kind of disappeared in pre-season. So uh, there's something going on there. And he'd go 30 million, it's not that much. But it's not his signing. So, and up, uh, in his defence, you go, all right, where's, where could he play? Where, where's, who's he going to, who's going to step out of it? I don't know, his best position's number 10. He's bought to replace Rooney. You look, when, when Klopp had him, at Dortmund, he played in a three, in a three with Royce and uh, Lewandowski before he moved. So, uh, you know, it's it's or Aubameyang actually. Um, I think Lewandowski had left, but interesting, isn't it? It's interesting why he's not playing. And even more annoying for me, he's in my fantasy league team. I paid eleven million quid, and it sat there. That's, well, that's really what this is about. Isn't really, but you won't believe the text messages I get from my friends whining up about that because I went very big on August showing off about it. And I look completely stupid now. Well, there you go. And I, Not I, for the first I, I, time. I, I'm, I'm hoping that you were able to get that out and you found that cathartic. Felt a bit better. Yeah, yeah good, good. Robert, we like doing that. That really came from the heart and we realised why at the end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, now, look, in terms of the future, there is a huge squad. I mean, we know these guys <clears throat> don't like playing with more than 23 or 24. He's got a huge squad at Manchester United. It's November tomorrow, but let's let's jump to January. He needs to let a few go, get a couple more in. What have you heard, Robert, up there? Well, I see you say that. I, it's difficult. The whole thing about doing January deals, being reliant on January deals to boost the team, is not a good state of affairs. I can think of people who we might want to get rid of, but who we could actually bring in in January that would be with significant acquisitions. It's very, very debatable. And we know about some of the dead with the Phil Joneses of this world who we think we should say goodbye to. But um, no, I mean, I, I don't think, I, I think Mourinho's pretty much stuck with this group of players. He's really got to make the best, get the best out of this crop. He's going to have to buy a centre-half, though. If Bailly does come back fit, and I reckon, you know, save him two weeks if he doesn't make the African Nations and then suddenly by mid-January he's all right and can't go. He's going to have to buy a centre half if Bailly, um can't can't play and has to go to go to that tournament. And I think there's he'll make an he could make it could be a little trip down to Southampton. 
obviously Fonte was linked for a very yeah, cheap yeah, price. Yeah. Talked about him, he's experienced, he's solid. But I think you should look at Virgil van Dijk because he has got every, he's got a lot of things going for him. He's strong, he's good on the ball, he's good in the other penalty, both penalty boxes. He can pass it. I think he plays left side of the centre-halves, which would complement Bailly. I think, Ver- and he's got very much of a physique like Rio. Virgil van Dijk would be someone I would be watching very closely in the next We've couple of months. We've gone Bobby to Southampton a couple of times, and n- neither of them can say they're absolute successes at the minute. Can Danny they? Wallace was all right. No, I'm talking about now in the team now. We, 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 we've got two of them in there, haven't they? Well, can, can I mean, say? I think that's, that's another... I mean, for me, the it, it's the curious state of, uh, of Schneidlin is that... I, I, I mean, I thought when Mourinho came that Schneidlin could really emerge to be quite a big player for us because I thought he was going to... I really thought he was going to be our holding midfielder, particularly with his treatment of Schweinsteiger as well. I thought, no, he's got his eye that he's going to... He's got such form, Mourinho for having world-class holding midfielders in his teams. I thought Schneidlin with his age and everything is just right. You know, there's just the right sort of time. Yeah, but so how was Fellaini, Fellaini kept his place then? Fellaini's effective, right? Yeah, you know what you're going to yeah. get from Fellaini. You're going to lump it up to the best chess controller of a, uh, in, in world football, remember? He's going to take it down <laughs> yeah, and he's going to lay it off. So That's what Moyes said he was. That's I mean, what I'm calling him. He, he's effective in both boxes. It, 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 that's You know what you're going to get in certain games with Fellaini. You know what you're going to get the last 10 minutes. Schneiderlin can't pass it. No, He can't no. pass it. He cannot control the tempo of a game. And in that pivotal position, that's why we're missing Carrick. That's why Herrera's doing a pretty decent job at that, that thing. That is actually, I think, why Schweinsteiger's come back into the training team. I haven't heard a press conference today, but it would not surprise me he's gone, right, Carrick's going to have to play the league games. I might need someone now because I don't trust mm. Schneiderlin. Herrera's banned. Fellaini, I, I just need him for selling wigs and sticking up front in the last 10 minutes. And that's and maybe why, why the pig hunter injured. has come back into the squad. <laughs> what do you reckon to that, Bobby? No, it's true. It's got a smack. There's no way. But you say that things, things are obviously in a fairly fragile state. When Jose Mourinho's, Jose Mourinho's made such a point of saying, Schweinsteiger's not a part of my plans for all these weeks. And da da da, he's now there training with them. I know there's an argument saying, "Oh, they're going to try and flog him in January," but still, it's 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 he's he's had to sort of back off from that one. And it makes complete sense again because of our our options in midfield. What with Herrera, who's going to be out as well, it makes complete sense. If you've got if you've got the former captain of Germany, 32 years old, just sitting back to count the money, you may as well get him out there playing. It seems cut off your nose to spite your face if you don't. Because we were so excited 18 months ago when Schweinsteiger we? was going, who would have believed it would have turned into such an albatross? So I know, but he can't quickly. run either, can he? just can't run. Well, he poor, can't. Poor I don't, well, I think also that Mourinho, well, like he, he likes obviously his good, hard-pressing midfielders. He obviously just doesn't think Schweinsteiger can do that job, and let's be honest, he's probably right. But he could sit and play that Caddick role in certain games at Old Trafford yeah, on yeah, a Thursday yeah. night and... and move the ball about and shift it about. Listen, there are other things going on with Schweinsteiger because Warren Joyce asked to play him apparently in the reserves in the under-23s and, Warren, and got told, no, he can't play him. Warren Joyce is linked with being the new Wigan Athletic Manager. There are other things going on beneath the surface that, about how the club is, is run and bits of power play going on. The thing that's annoyed yeah. me the most recently is leaving the FA Cup picture out of the team photo last week. That, for me, would bang out of order. Because that's Jose going, I didn't win it. I don't want any sense of Van Gaal here. Do you think he's that pernickety? Yeah, of course he is. He's vindictive. He's vindictive and spiteful. Mourinho absolutely 100% said, no, take that away. I bet it was there. I bet they brought it. He went, no, send it away. I'm doing the gestures to say, no, go away from my Jose impression. Jose impression. Because 
Van Hal won that trophy, but then he's got the audacity to put the charity shield down there. That was one game which you can't win without winning the FA Cup. Now, I've, don't get me wrong, but Manchester United, the football club, won the FA Cup last year with those players. How does it make those players feel that they can't ha- celebrate that fact? Also, it's a disservice to the FA Cup. And I'm surprised there's been less of a hoo-ha about it. But I was particularly annoyed by that. Because again, it goes to the decisions they're making, who's running the club, the, the PR side of it, which is still a mess. I see we've got a new global partner in Mattresses uh today which has been announced which is exciting news because obviously they watched last year's football and it put you to sleep until let's get a decent mattress out of it <laughs> yeah we've got to sort this stuff out adidas aren't too happy are they yeah and so you, you know we all the talk of jose going well it won't it's not and that's muted by some idiots probably but that won't happen because woodward won't we'll get rid of him because it just shows what a mistake he's made absolutely and what about the idea the other story in the paper this week robert was that uh Rooney might find Everton a lovely place to go to. Well, that's interesting because I, th- I believe that the mani- manager, Cooman was essentially saying yeah, it's exciting to be linked with Rooney and, you know, was 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 obviously not, not talking it down at all. Um, I imagine that Everton fans are, are rather divided on it. I mean, I think there are, there are some actually believe Rooney could be an addition still to Everton. Plenty think, no, it, it, that's not what we want. We don't want a, a guy who can't get in the United team anymore getting into Everton. I... I, I mean, I actually think it'd be a, a good move for Rooney on a on a on a personal level on, in many ways. But um, I wouldn't rule it out, to be honest. I wouldn't. I, think, I wouldn't um, rule it out. I, I, I think they'd be. I think they'd be. I think he, the man who represents him, Stratford, as well. I think they'd see that as a possibly a good move. I think Rooney would 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 probably go for that if that became a genuine financial possibility. That's where it could fall but down. Ro- I think he could go for it. Would blame Ro- him. Rooney's there at Old Trafford at the moment because he's he's commercially important. Yeah, he makes money commercially with pot noodles yeah, in Malaysia yeah. or wherever. England Re- captain, he make, England captain still. He makes money commercially, and let's not forget it's a money business. Uh, despite the spirit of the game that we all love, it's a mm. money business. Uh, Rooney is desperately hanging on to win his silver plate off Bobby Charlton for the leading goal scorer. Although mm. I, I think he could be there quite a while at the moment before he gets anywhere near that. He needs four more goals, so we better hope we get someone in the third round of the FA Cup. He can get hat trick against or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, if he's still there in that time. But Everton would be a good move for him. Commercially, yeah. we should demand some money for him. Definitely. Because um, he's still only 31. And he shouldn't be in the situation he's in with his body at 31. He just shouldn't. You say that. So Alex always presented it to us as a fact. This kid will not be running around in his early 30s the way he just will not. And he said it as a statement of fact. And but Sir Alex knew four years ago. He wanted rid of him then. He knew. Yeah, he did. He, did. he knew. The way of getting him out of the club was say he wanted to leave. Because he knew he couldn't do it. And that was four years ago. And he hasn't got better. I mean, I think I, I did a little look on how many goals he scored. He's not scored more than 20 goals for four years. Yeah. yeah. And he's the man we've expected to score. I feel a bit sorry for him, to be honest. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a favourite horse you've had. Yeah, we talked about it last year. Yeah, nah, corn beef. Like, oh. Corn beef now. It, but, the, but the thing is, I think that sometimes we do forget these people are human beings. I, I, I think we talked about that last week. His kids can probably, you know, Kai, Kai is probably starting to read. And at the top level, when you're a super athlete, that extra 2% difference yeah. might, as well be a, yeah. might as well be 20. Yes, yes. You know, yeah. if you, the difference in one second and two seconds is, you know, yeah. light years. And if you're Rooney as well, let's be honest, even when I mean, there's been some pretty lousy Manchester United teams these last three plus years. And Rooney sometimes when you know, I'm talking about even a couple of years ago, if Rooney had a bad game, that was the thing everyone would obsess over, even though 
there were some pretty substandard players around him. He was the one who always attracted the attention. If Rooney, if Rooney then had a particularly good game, that would almost get exaggerated as well. But one way or the other, that's the beast that's Rooney. This, and that's the, the attention he gets. That's why he's declined. The saddest so, thing, Bobby, so he's not angry about it. No, you see him on the pitch, he he's not yeah, angry yeah. about it. Yeah, the fire's yeah. gone. The, fire, the fire yeah. in his belly's gone. He's not, yeah. he's not yeah. jumping in and tackling. He's not shouting and yeah. bawling. He looks yeah. like he knows it's over. Yeah. And yeah, when you look right. at the clips, when you, if you're on MUTV right. and you Absolutely see his goals, right. and you see his aggression, and he's, he's snarling, oh, no, and he's he, angry, he, he, and the he way he kicks the ball is with power, so-and-so. and he's with determination and, and, and pure instincts, and you see something... Well, it was with bad intent. If we see the volley, remember the volley he scored at Old Trafford? I was there that day from 35 yards out, and he put in the top corner. I was watching him. He was having a row with the referee while the play was going on. He stopped having a row. The ball dropped out of the sky and he volleyed it in the top corner and ran off, still shouting at the referee. He's not getting angry. And that's sad. I think that's, that's the saddest thing of it all so far. He's going out without a whimper and it looks like he's going out without fighting for it. There you have it. And that, that's it, more or less, today. Uh, wrapped up the podcast, analysing all sorts to do with our team on and off the pitch. Just time for that bit that we never quite get right, which is making predictions. Uh, Bobby, seeing as you're the worst at it, or the best at getting it wrong... That's you... the one I want. The best at getting it wrong. That sounds better. Yeah. Why, don't, why don't you go for it? So we're talking about our, our, our visit to Turkey, first of all, and, and on Thursday. Fenerbahce away, 6 o'clock Thursday, yeah. and then Swansea uh-huh. on Sunday at 3. GMT. We've got it. Yeah, let's... Let, let, let's come on. I've, I've got to cling to optimism and say that we are actually going to get back and it's going to be a night where Zlatan is actually going to get on the end of something so I'm going to go for a, a sneaky 1-0 in Fenerbahce and Swansea I will I, I'm going to I'm going to look at me going for the, the maximum <laughs> points again if my prediction to tell you my fantasy world we are we are brilliant at the minute we're four four points ahead of City at the top um, I'm going to go for Nicky Nowit 2-1 2-1 Swansea. I need to put an asterisk about whether Carrick plays or not on Thursday night on both of these. I'm hoping he doesn't play one of the games. Yeah, so I'm saying he's not going to play Thursday night. We'll get a score draw one each out of it. And then he is going to play on Sunday and we're going to win 3-1. Okay. I mean, I've got to say, if we can't beat uh, Swansea, we can't have two of those back-to-back. It seems as though we've been doing really well in the Cup. It seems as though we've turned into Liverpool, performing really well in Cup games, getting up for what games. But but when the nitty-gritty hits us, then we struggle a bit. A draw and a win, I'm going to... I'd love to say that. But I'm not bothered about Fenerbahce. I need three points, confident performance away at Swansea. That's what yeah. we need. Yeah, But it depends. I mean, he'll play one... T- the problem is... He should play two different we'll, teams. We'll probably get it, and then he'll play a different team. Different midfield up front might might be forced into playing the same back four. We'll see. Uh, listen, guys, thank you very much. Always. Uh, uh, you look lovely tonight, Eddie, sh- by the way. Challenging and interest. You're not going to get it from me again. It hurt last and, time. Well, it, 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 challenging, we interesting close. podcast with much uh, food for thought. Bobby, uh, even though it's probably by accident, you've given us a lot to think about tonight, and, and I appreciate that very much. Well, a lot of effort went into it, I can assure you, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even insult anybody nowadays. Yeah. Uh, Kels, look after yourself, mate. Uh, you too, we'll find so 20 goals, do you think Zlatan is going to Yeah, I, like, we, I promise you, we can have our normal wager. Twi- what, what goals? How many is he on now? He's on he's five. Prisoner. Five. Yeah, see, it's only November. Are we talking league goals or all league competitions? Goal. <laughs> 20 league goals, yes, you'll get 20 league goals. I'll, I'll stick the Bournemouth wager on what, you again if you want. What was that, a fiver? 20 quid. 
Be careful, Eddie's gambling almost cost him his career. <laughs> and probably his marriage, I you reckon. You have no idea. <laughs> right, we're doing it. it. Are we doing it? That's a score. We're shaking, shaking hands, hands, everyone. Hands, it? I, I hope I'm wrong, just like the Trump one. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll be back here next week. God bless. Look after yourself. And uh, until next week, come on, you Reds. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.